0: And she lies down. Hey Kevin. Hey, How's it going? Hey, man. Good, man. Good, good. Cool. Thank you for coming on again. Absolutely. So today's theme for the episode is making your own podcast, right? Yes, sir. So you came on uh because I believe you recently started a new podcast top of all the other things you have going on, right? What's what's the name of that new podcast? Yeah, it's uh what is you... It's, or you can say UPE for sure, TUP. Yep. The United Promotion Experience. So, what exactly is the uh, format, or what, what's the theme of this podcast? If people wanted to check it out, what would they uh, hear? Yeah. So,
1: basically, the UP or UP is a interview style format. So, it's like if you know if you know what the incarnation was, it was like that. But the only difference is there's really no question. It's more of a conversation. We get to know who the person's about, what they're doing, what's their hobbies, what's their passions, what's their, what makes them them, right? And, and it's a really interesting format because you don't, you don't really get a lot of uh, just one linear topic. Sometimes they talk about passion, but sometimes these people, I would say, as Mike said too, these people are Joe Rogan and Tim Ferriss quality. Some of them have so much uh, trauma, right? History special events they just they talk about so much they know their stuff and it comes into a mix of a community and a style like a lifestyle and and the more the more we get episodes the more we figure out what's going on with each person the more we can build with the community but overall if you like a variety of people a different stories from music art entertain all walks of life basically
0: you'll be you'll be interested in this for sure so for those uh how many episodes do you have so far
1: uh, as of off. right
0: now we we'll have five we just started july 2nd yep so of the five episodes that you've done and i'm sure they're all good which one if uh, i mean i would imagine there's no uh, linear way to listen to it. you can just listen to them sporadically it's whatever interests you right like joe rogan or tim ferris more right, based right, on right. guests so yep. for people that want to get a feel for what the podcast is about which episode i mean i you know you'd recommend all of them but is there one that yeah. you say would be a good first one to check out
1: the first one, I'll <laughs> oh,
0: just start with the
1: first yeah. episode. Yeah, just start with the uh, the Kendall one's good. He, he's a business owner, right? He started um, a restaurant business owner and then he went, uh, he went to marketing, networking, and then he talked about just the process, lifestyle, education. I think that's a great start. He started with, I believe, a, um, a $600,000 restaurant business, then he turned into a $4 million business and and you would think well this guy's got to have like a million followers but he's, he's just an average guy and that's the great thing about people like that is they give and he taught me a little bit about just giving in a sense of the word give not giving back so if you if you can follow what i'm saying here is anybody can give i uh, give back but it just takes a lot to give in a sense i'm give whatever you have i'm gonna go give whatever i got rather than i'm gonna give back so it, it, i think just that concept alone will get you intrigued about what's ahead for sure.
0: May I ask you to expand on that a little bit? So, like, what, what exactly is the difference between giving and giving back? Is giving back with the intention of receiving something
1: after? Uh, sort of. Sort of. So, yeah, exactly.
0: In the sense that um,
1: you, you're supposed to give without expectation, they say. But for him, like, let's say you're, you're some big guy, right, like a rich guy in a sense. You have unlimited wealth, and you give uh, 12, $2, right? That's all you had. You said you think you all you had. But then there's some homeless guy who gives two bucks, and that's literally all he had, and he's willing to uh, wash the windows of a car. You know what I'm saying? He's literally literally, uh, willing to put his body on the line to wash windows of a car. And it just shows real. It shows realism in a sense, right? Anybody can be homeless and beg for change is what he talks about, but if they're willing to do something else and give the opportunity of washing windows, and giving their services or give their services to the, to the line, then you can see who's real and who's fake. So it's, it's a really interesting episode. I think you'll, you'll highly enjoy it. It's something that I, I took away a lot about what he was saying, because uh, I always thought, you know, giving, giving back is the same thing, but you see, I don't get to see all those experiences. Like maybe he's seen, and that's all his, um, that's all his experiences, right? He's seen this firsthand. You, You don't, you just you take it for granted. You see a, a homeless guy on the street or some or some rich guy out there. And so you take it for granted. But when you actually get to see it in person and physically see the, the struggle and the grind like he did, and he saw a firsthand experience, you get the point of view and it gives you perspective of
0: what could go on in the future. Yeah. It's a very cool concept for the podcast because I think what you're doing is you're lots of everybody has a story. I've always been so intrigued by that. That every person that just seems like another person you're just going to see once in your life you know walking by you down the street they have a whole backstory they have desires they have ambitions they have fears and that's everybody so like if you spend every day speaking to a new person and learning about their ambitions and what's how they got here and where they hope to go you you'd spend a lifetime and still barely scratch the surface because there's just so many interesting people so this podcast idea of yours is sort of giving us a glimpse into how every individual person's a hero in their own right if that makes sense 100%. Yeah. Not not everyone's a hero, but everyone has a story too, right?
1: There's too many excuses. I hear too many excuses like, I can't start a podcast, or uh, what's the point of just interviewing a person? I can do a solo commentary. In fact, I enjoy doing this more than ever, than I did with the Anchor Nation or Touch Talks because the people are more uh, wide open. It's not just an anchor community, it's not just a KT uh, Friend Circle community. It's a worldwide community yeah you know, we've had people uh, well, not yet but when we do release episodes we've had people from Switzerland uh, Europe we're going to eventually get some Australians on the show you're going to see so much and possibly even some people from uh, northern Africa so we have we have or just been to these places around the world and you just get you don't get this perspective every day because not everyone can have the luxury of oh traveling to these places or going to these places but these people have, whether it's their homeland or whether they have just mutual experiences and relationships. It gives you the perspective that, hey, man, it's real out there. You know, these people who have experienced it firsthand. And uh, like I say, it's a, it's a great show. And it's not just me, right? Mike, Mike does some of the episodes, too. We we kind of split it down the middle in a sense. We pick what we like. And um, we get that you get that different variety, like a sports show, right? one person does it one way i do it my way he does it his way and then the guests that they make up most of the the content whatever they say goes and most of the time it's been uh, as they say
0: audio gold that's very cool so i wanted to i mean this entire episode is supposed to be or at least the um the theme of the episode is about creating a podcast for yourself and you're yes. making it sound very easy because all you're really doing is, I mean, from our perspective, from a listener's perspective, there's probably more a background that you guys deal with. But it just sounds like you just you ask someone, hey, uh, I'm interested in you. Would you like to share your story to listeners? And then you just hit record and you just talk. That's, that's what it sounds like. Is yeah. that sort of close to what it is?
1: Pretty much. Uh, we have a little different concept. So we used to do Anchor, right, as the recording platform. Now Mike has Zoom. I found a call recording app. So that's, the, that's how you really record these things nowadays. Uh, but Anchor is always going to be number one for distribution, right? We can't just say, oh, well, Anchor's not there, even though we're not recording. It's there because they go to like, what, 12, I believe, 13 different platforms. So they, they have the distribution covered. But for really, to be honest with you, with what we do with the communities, as long as, for our perspective, as long as we feature you, you can be on the shelf. For anyone else trying to start, it's real simple. DM somebody from somebody you know or maybe even a close friend if you want to get off the ground quickly. Have them explain their story. Hop on a call. It doesn't have to be questions. I mean, we, I used to do questions, but now I'm starting to feel and find that conversations create questions and create mystery behind the, the person. So just having a regular conversation like you see at any other podcast. Uh, no structure, really. Just let the wind go, right? Let, let the words flow. Let the wind go. Let whatever they're saying take you to another nirvana, in a sense, and, uh, and just really be inquisitive and open mind to learning. Always ask follow-up questions if you need to, uh, or how is that experience? It's, it's always important to find the meaning in people, right? Not every single word is going to mean something to me as it's the same to you. Like The word travel might mean the same to me and you if we, uh, we both express that, but if we don't, the word travel might mean something different for me, and something different from you. So it's, it's important to, like I said, stay open-minded, but it's real easy. Nowadays, it's almost 2020. Uh, I believe everyone who's trying to make a name uh, should either – you don't have to start um, a, a grand scheme podcast in the sense, oh, let me give fancy audio equipment. I'm not saying that. Just, just start a, a slow mainstream podcast and then talk about the promotional side and, and build out a little model. You can invent like a business model or a promotion model of the show. You can go far, and you can really do some good work in it. It's it's not that hard. it's not a it's not a you know one of those fields that's been here for a hundred years. It's, it's still fairly new podcasting, and it's only picking up steam as we speak right now. So this is the time to get in for sure.
0: Yeah, podcast is definitely a newer medium. What makes it interesting is it sort of gives the reins to anybody. Before you had to be interesting enough to justify, to have right. a network justify why you should have your own television show, like Johnny Carson or Joan Rivers or Jay Leno. But now anybody yeah. can just make it. And that's cool because the bard entry is a lot lower. Um, it doesn't mean that you'll be successful. You still have to do stuff that you know intrigues people. Now, the first question I'm going to ask you is: Let's say someone is inspired by this podcast and they say, "You know what? I'm going to finally follow my dream, make my own podcast about whatever their favorite topic is." Mm-hmm. Before you get to the position where you're sitting across from somebody, or digitally sitting across from somebody, having a conversation like you and I are right now, you need to actually set the podcast up. There needs to be some kind of platform or hub where you can send people to connect to you to talk to them uh you need to be able to promote it so you need artwork or links of some kind a hub where people can listen to the archived episodes right how well i mean what's the first step like what? what's the very first thing someone should do i guess maybe establish a name or a theme before they even do anything else
1: yeah that's 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 actually the first thing you got to establish a name or or a theme either one I, i i personally like predicting the theme but if you're not like me who's kind of an inquisitive, curious person—you know—loves to interview people, likes to get involved in their, in their story, in a sense. Uh, find find your theme. It can be—it doesn't have to be interview, like I said at the top. It can be solo commentary. Uh, it can be uh, just a like a talk show, right? We, we we've seen talk shows take off before, uh, whether it be sports, uh, writing, book reading, a book club. It can be any topic, like whatever the whatever is out there. Chances are you can pick it it's not it the topics aren't going to be you know oh you took my topic because it's it's your perspective you can't steal someone's um opinion opinion is just an opinion right and you can you can try you can document it on paper but you can still cite that whereas if you just say it out in the open you know you're sure someone can run with it but in a podcast world you can make it your own which is which is very different compared to like a writing world uh so like i said topic good theme good the next step like i said Establish a name, example, United Podcast Experience for us, or whatever name you want it to be. Once you do that, then you have to figure out a promotion strategy. Um, I prefer Instagram. Uh, Instagram stories, Instagram in general, I think is the number one place I see uh, podcasting as far as just promotion. So you can also use Spotify. I think Spotify now, every time you produce an episode on there, you'll, they allow you to put Instagram stories So it's a direct connection, direct link. Uh, And then a logo, right? I think everyone everyone stresses about this enough. If you look at our logo, it's not the most professional, in a sense. It's not like the big, big time, but it looks pretty good. You know, for a startup show, you don't have to pick a logo right away. That's the great thing is you don't have to say, well, this is my logo forever. It it can change. Maybe there's something down the line that inspires you and you want to change it. So that's always interchangeable adaptability, right? It's important. Once you have the logo you have a nice pr- a promotion, whether it be a, uh, I don't know, a picture of them or a, a episode cover or a title, whatever you want to make it, then you do the show. Right. And then that's, that's the fun. That's the fun out of, I mean, other than the, um, the post promotion, this is the fun part. You record the show, you, uh, or whatever it is, record the show with another person, you record yourself, have the fancy cover, put it on the Instagram, as they like to say. And, uh, yeah, let, let, the, let the, uh, the rest do the work. I mean, it's not, it, it looks hard. And then this is the problem. And, and this is, I think, something that needs to be changed in, the, in this world, the podcast. I love it, but don't worry about the number. You know, the number, the number might say one listen, right? At the end of the day, you just posted your first, you may only get one listen for, I don't know, a two weeks, let's say. But if you build it up, let's say you post, but that's different. You put one episode in two. If you do like five, six episodes within two weeks, You'd be surprised. And if you put the right promotion, the numbers will just automatically flow if you don't focus on that. If you focus on consistency and the good content and the quality nature of it, that's where it grows. Whereas if you just start focusing on, i got to get my first 200 listeners, the chances are you just lost your interest in the show. So it's important to focus on the things that matter. And, and audience demographic is key. Whenever you do get a couple listeners, listeners, uh, and if you know them, or if they... You know, like, that's what I try to do. If I know some people who, are, like, I tell them before, I started this United, Pro- United Promotion United Podcast Experience, I told a couple listeners, hey, I'm going to send you guys a link each time. You just give me feedback. That, that's all the feedback I need to continue to grow and develop. So establishing your core, don't, lo- don't lose sight of, hey, your core friends, your core circle, they're not just there for, well, a listen, a play. They're there for real feedback. As long as you're real with them, they'll give you real feedback. They're willing to put in, well, actually not put in, give their 45 minutes in this case to just listen to your stuff. That's humbling in in itself, the fact that someone has 45 minutes in the day to just give back their time. But at the same time, just don't lose focus on what you're trying to do. Make sure you run that steady ship in a sense of, well, okay, here's, uh, here's what I'm trying to do. Not really worried about the numbers, just focus on it, the promotion side, make sure the guest goes into the, um, I guess, into the upper levels, right? The upper level. Go, let the guest be the feature. Let the guest be the star. As you just continue to work behind the scenes, be humble, and eventually, as you get 200 episodes, like, like these big guys, or 400, and they start growing, you're going to look back in that first episode and say, if I hadn't done and I hadn't started focusing on more about the passion, or if I started focusing too much on numbers, I may never have got here. And then the last thing, this is, this is the most important thing out of all of them, make sure your description game is on point. You can't just do a podcast. and have You can do a great podcast and do a great promotion, but if that description is 10 words, I, I don't know if that that's will suffice. Uh, it's important what I do every time, Mike and I do, we link. We link check every time we got to make sure the person's links are on there, hyperlink them, uh, put your own link in, be sure to follow the United Promotion on IG. That's important because that's great. you got everyone else's links, but we still can't find you. And you got to put yourself out there in a sense. As, as, as weird as it sounds, it's okay to do that because it's your own stuff. You're building your own stuff. It's okay to show a plug once in a while of yourself. But as long as you're at the bottom portion. If the top portion is all the guests, that's great. But if you're in the top portion and you just got all your links and you then you got all their guest links, it's just kind of a conflict of interest. You don't really get to see the, the perspective as to say where it's just more spaced out. But if you do all that, man, I would say you've started, you just started. That's all you needed to do. Now you start, you make sure you continue to be consistent and uh, adapt, right? If you don't feel solo commentary is working, spice it in with an interview. If you interview this game, Soul Commentary will be the name one day. You know, maybe you'll just have a 20-episode, a I don't know, tribute or a 100-episode, hey, look back and look where we it came. It's okay. that You don't have to change the, uh, the whole podcast around and say every episode. Put, put in a spicy episode. People like variety. People don't want the same cookie-cutter stuff. They want variety. And the more variety you put in, the more you'll get back in return, for sure.
0: Wow. So that's a lot. That's a lot of information. Um, I want to backtrack just a little bit and unpack some of the things that you said. Yes, sir. Because I think there's a lot of value in a lot of the um, advice you've given. So the very first thing was, um, well, we'll cover is artwork. Uh, yeah, yeah. If- I'm on episode 50, this is going to be the 58th episode of my show, Mm -hmm. and my artwork, in my personal opinion, I would say in probably many other people's opinion as well, is atrocious. It's the worst, probably the worst artwork I've ever seen of any podcast, and that's okay, because Mm -hmm. before I even made the podcast, I just took this because I needed a placeholder, and that's really what this logo is. I haven't found, I've been trying to drum up ideas for something that really represents the podcast, and I'm 58 episodes in, and I still don't feel I've hit something that I want to stick with moving forward forever. I want something that will be a fixture that never gets changed. And that's what, a, in my opinion, a good logo should be. So, And it can, it can change, like you said, but I want. it's best if you don't change it so as long as it's something that you feel really reflects what you're trying to say because then it becomes embedded as a reminder of what, what you represent and what your podcast is, the same way Nike. If you look at the Nike mm-hmm. swoosh without any writing, you know that's Nike. Same with the apple, with the apple bitten out of it or the bite out of it. These brands uh, have developed logos that are so representative of their values and the products and just the company as a whole that just the visual of the logo is enough to, um, incite an emotion of excitement or whatever it is. You know, Nike makes you feel confident about yourself. So when you make a logo, try to try to sort of, um, add emotion to the logo. So, so the the logo is sort of striking when you look at it and it makes you feel something other than just looking at another picture, if that makes sense. Right. My point is, um, if you have to just start, it's better to just start and then change the logo later on, but make sure you're doing it with the intention that it's something that is reflective of what you're hoping to show people or offer people in the podcast. So like I'm doing with my terrible logos, I'm just starting and I had the logo up as a placeholder. At some point I will change it and it will be reflective of something that I'm really passionate about or something that I hope to reflect on my podcast. And then it'll stay there, but I haven't felt that I've done that yet. I haven't felt that I've had something that's reflective of me yet. So that's why I haven't changed it. But, to not start a podcast because you feel your logo isn't good enough is, is really a silly excuse because people aren't going there for the logo. The logo is just a call to action to remind people, hey, I exist, if that makes sense. Right. Uh So following your advice, I recommend if any of you are like, oh, I don't know what to do for a logo, just put your name. Just choose a, your favorite color and then just put your name, the, the show, the, you know, the, the Kevin show at least it's something. <laughs> yeah. It's a placeholder and then moving forward you'll get episodes start getting a feel for what the show's about you'll start understanding how you communicate to your guests and what the theme of your reoccurring guests is and maybe that will somehow carve out an idea in your mind of images that can reflect that in a logo but until you start you'll have all these preconceived notions of what you think your episode may be and it may not be because you know. As we as we develop, as our, we create more episodes, as the evolution of our podcast unravels before us, we start learning more about ourselves, more about our guests, more about the show. And if you if you are you know gung ho and you choose something right out the gate, this is my logo. And on your fifth episode, on your fiftieth episode, your values may change, the, the the structure of the show may change, and the logo may not be so representative of your show anymore. So, in my opinion, until you get to fifty or at least a hundred episodes, you may not even really understand what your show is until until you do enough of it that you start realizing this is this is what i want my show to be this like it's one of those things repetition and the more you do it the more it starts to flesh itself out would you agree with that yeah man you know i think i think logo right and i think one thing about the apple logo right it's all simple
1: yes absolutely it's, it, it's nothing you don't see like complex i i used to try to do the complex through with with when i first started podcast and i thought oh you gotta be this you know incredible logo it it doesn't really. You just have to have some simple concept that it just really will flow. It, it, simplicity grabs emotional intelligence. That's where now now it is that yeah it is nowadays. People don't have time to. Well, let me let me sort what they're trying to share here with this logo. People just want that simple format. They want to make sure it's open and transparent, and it gets you far. It gets you done right. And as far as just changing and adapting, you're right? At some point, I would say within the first fifty episodes, uh. It's okay to change your logos, but in a sense, if you start realizing that, hey, it's just not working at the beginning, it's the beginning. You probably, don't, you probably don't have an incredible audience yet, and if you do, that's great. Even, even if you do have a great audience, it's okay to change. I mean, there's nothing wrong with change. It's the only constant in life. But eventually, when you get to a certain point, people are going to be like, okay, I think, I think it's time that we keep a logo here, so if you don't come off as, well, is it too much change, or you come off as... What are they trying to envision? What's their angle? Everyone focuses on what's the angle, but at the end of the day, you only know, you're the only one who knows the real angle. So you also don't want to go break that line of, well, let me change every day because it comes off as, well, what's going on? But you also know that, hey, if change is needed and, t- and the timing is right, you also got to do that too and put that into perspective. So it's, it's different factors. It's different play, It plays in the playbook, as they like to say. Uh, but when it comes to podcasting, most of the time, man, I think it's just really going to be the quality content. And like I said, the logo is great. Of course, you want to, that first impression, everyone says. But the second impression, uh, what do you call it? The second impression, I feel like, is the first impression is the logo. The second impression is just the people or whoever you have on the show. Uh, and that's, that's important. I think if you can make that second impression just as good as your first, or if not better, man, that, that's, really, uh, that's really impactful. That's really going to set you apart from, well, what's going on here, you know, or or well, what do I do next? Because you figured I'm going to actually worry about the second impression more than the first. The first will be right now in the beginning, just adaptability. The second impression is the quality content, and if people get hooked on that second impression, the chances are they're coming back, not only for the third and fourth, but they're coming back for a lifetime. You have a subscriber, or a uh, yeah, yeah, it's called subscriber. Yep, a Spotify subscriber, Apple Podcast subscriber. I guess if you have a video podcast, YouTube, whatever whatever the case may be, or a follower on Instagram, you'll get more likes and attention. So just, just for anyone trying to start out there, it's okay if you make a, a bad first impression with the logo. At the end of the day, when you're early on in, that's going to happen. I'm pretty sure people like Tim and Gary and all these big guys, I'm sure they had the same thing. But once they got that figured out and they figured out, all right, second impressions more to me in a sense of the quality of the content the people. They rolled, and we can never really question that. <laughs> because they rolled so far, they kept the ball rolling. Momentum was on their side. And now here we are today just talking about this. It's the same thing with my podcast, right? We made At first, we actually, in fact, here's a good example. We had Weekend's only original logo. Now we just made it more clean and crisp, thanks to Mike. Shout out to him. He made the logo more clean, clean and crisp. We changed it actually last night, episode five. Boom, we'll have our first um, podcast promotion today before this gets published. And now here we are. We're getting the ball rolling. Our, our listenership is, like I said, it's not extraordinary, but it's getting really good. It's starting to get to the point where, hey, we're getting consistent listeners. And that's all we need, just consistency. And As long as we continue to stick to our Tuesday, Thursday schedule, that's, that's I guess, that's another thing. Stick to a schedule, too. That's important. I, I, that's one thing I didn't throw in. Uh, don't don't say you're doing a Monday Wednesday show when you start doing. Well, let me do Monday Wednesday Friday Saturday. Okay, I'm off this week. Let me do next week. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna double time it. Just stick to your stick to the plan. Stick to whatever you're trying to do. That's that's another thing. If you start going wonky on the schedule, people don't know what it's like jet lag. They don't know whether you're going for it, whether you're you're staying consistent, whether you're up here up down. You don't know. So stay consistent. Make sure you have a second impression. Is just as good, if not better, than the first. And then, like I said, when you find those first, second impressions, you get to a certain point, stick to the plan, keep the logo you like, and then you're on your way, man. At that point, if you get to that point, then you're on your way, as long as you handle all the promotion side. In this day and age, it it seems like it's impossible to build a big audience and a big following with the podcast, but consistency is worth more than uh, money, in a sense, in the podcast for one time consistency just might be as much worth as time. Because the fact is if you put all the time in, you're going to get – maybe you gotta get, you're not going to get all the time back in return from the listenership. You'll eventually get it back if you put all the consistency in. So it's, like, it's almost like putting eggs in one basket but getting more out of it than you think.
0: That's very insightful. Okay. Um, so you mentioned at first you're probably not going to have a lot of listeners. Uh, that's mm-hmm. that's the blight all podcasts go through. Um, right. On top of that, learning just about your formatting, how you speak to people. So, this is like a two part question. So, the first part, I guess, is how a way to engage people more, to get more listeners, I think, is to have a quality show. And what, what dictates a quality show? Well, I would say a, bit, a little bit of structure, even if the structure is that there's no structure but at least to have a vision. Like the Joe Rogan experience, the structure of the show is that there's no structure, but they're confident that the structure is no structure. So when you're going on to his show, you know it's not going to be like a Larry King interview. You know it's just yeah. going to be topics are going to jump all over the place, but as long as going in, you know, oh, the structure of the show is that it's just a conversation. That's There's still structure to that, if that makes sense. I know it sounds sort of um, like it's contradicting itself, but it, the structure of the show is that it's a free conversation, if that makes sense. Yes. So how do you develop the structure of your show to whether it's more like a um, methodical like tim ferris when he actually has hard specific interview questions if you go on a tangent that's okay but he still rings you back into the original mm-hmm. question or free structure or extremely um calculated sort of like a talk show like when you watch talk shows they're rigid they're on mm-hmm. time constraints you know they're very specific so when you're developing your podcast and you're in your first episode how do you find a structure that you feel works best for you is it a personality thing? Is yeah. It, um, what, how, how do you how do you decide how to do it?
1: I think you gotta know yourself. Know thyself to know thy audience, right? You need to know yourself. If you're an extrovert, I I just don't see why structure and calculation would be the goal. I mean, you can try it, but it just wouldn't fit well. If you're an extrovert, free structure, right? Wander, wandering, right? Wander, wander, whatever it takes to you. The guest wants to be interviewed, go for it. Now, if you're more of an introvert. or or even uh, an ambivert like me can be both. Uh, I personally actually do believe that I can, I can play both sides for myself, for example. I know I can be that interviewer, that moderator, that host. But I also have calculated questions, in a sense, in the back of my mind. I can be calculated in whatever they're saying and bring up uh, points that, hey, if this is, you're in this industry, I, I, I just kind of I have, I have a sense of the air because I've been doing this for a bit. But if you're, not, if you're not like myself or Mike who have been doing this for now four years, six years combined, you, you want to go, um, go more of the route you, you believe in. Right? If your personality, like I said, states, uh, ask this question to yourself. What would I want to do to make sure I can solidify not only myself or the guest has the best viewing experience, the best listening and uh, membership experience? You're almost like that guy planning or that girl planning a, a party, an event planner. What's going to be, at the end of the night, when you planned the event, when they leave that party event, what's going to be that lasting legacy, that lasting impression? And if that lasting impression is they had fun and they had a great time, then for the podcast in the set, if they want fun and a great time, it is the solo cast that's going to get you because you have such diverse and interesting personnel. Maybe it's some trauma or some history, or some adversity you overcame, that's, that's the way to go. But maybe you're someone like myself, who really, this was just an average guy. I don't really have many stories, in a sense of uh, you know, crazy trauma, or anything that I see around the world, and you're curious and open-minded, interview people. At the end of the day, if you don't have those types of stories like myself, I'm, I'll be straight up, I don't have an incredible like, you know, backstory, other than the fact that I joined Anchor. That might be my only incredible backstory of hey craziness, if you don't have that, then you, you go to the interview route, or you go a route where you get someone else involved because that way you have a, a second option of, oh well maybe maybe I don't have, but this person's got I don't know they've been to X Y Z or they've seen X Y Z or they just they were just producing something and they just had or or like like we do, hey we recorded a new album, <laughs> you know for the music world. I want, I want you to share that with me. That's variety. Because the chances are, people don't even know about that album or know about their story. But it relates, right? It's universal. I believe universal concepts are, are great. Because no one wants to just sometimes hear. So that's the thing. Some people, well, if you make a solo co- commentary and you don't have really that background, uh, a really incredible background to connect, sometimes it, it, it's viewed as narcissistic. Or it's viewed as, well, you're just talking to a feel like a wall, and you're not really connecting with all the audience, whereas you get another person involved, and they're talking about universal concepts. And in, in, in our cases, some conversations we have, sometimes we both get involved. The host and the guest get involved, and they want to know a little bit more about each other. That's power sharing, right? You power share the, the time. And if you can power share time and still create a, a lasting legacy, at the end of the episode, if I'm the event planner, in the case – or the recorder the or the mediator the host I say I did a good job because the audience got involved the demographic got involved and as long as like you said we follow the promotion we follow the plan we follow all what we were supposed to do the guest was satisfied they say hey thanks for XYZ man I appreciate you coming on the show and blah 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 then you you, you did your job and you move on to the next episode and, and don't take that win too seriously it's not important it's not it's not it's not a rule but if that's a win in your books because you did your job, that's great. But there's, there's many more episodes where you can may not have the best experience. So don't get too high on the wins. And at the same time, there's no such thing as losses. When you have a learning experience and it's not the best, don't get too low on the learning experience. Probably, in fact, probably get more motivated and inspired by the learning experience than the wins because when you win, it's great. There's nothing wrong with winning. But if you win every time, there needs to be something to improve on. My philosophy is, in podcasting, I want to be just a little bit better each episode. I, I, don't, I, ne- I never want to strive for perfection. Because if I strive for perfection, then th- th- there's no point of doing it for me. If every episode is perfect to my audience, then I, I don't know if that's, the right, that's my right path. Whereas if, hey, I'm going to leave a little bit on the table, I know there's stuff I can improve each time. I'm just going to keep doing that. The more I can improve, it's growth mindset. You just take a little 10th or two each time. It's about 2 tenths, 4 tenths, a second better. You know, maybe there's up to five minutes that are better in the ending. Maybe it's my intro. I can improve my outro. I can improve, or maybe it's just some quality question, follow-up questions that I can improve. I always leave a little bit on the table. Not, not too much. You don't send It's hard to tell, but I, I know deep down because I'm doing it. I leave a little bit on the table each time. So for the next episode, I gain all that back, and then for our next episode, same thing, I leave a little bit. It's like, it's like hooking slack. A little, a little slack, come back, regain it, square even, and then when you get back to the next episode, a little bit on the table, and make sure you continue to improve and develop, for sure.
0: Okay, so just to circle back, um, the too long didn't read it back, that was very informative, uh, is essentially just you have to really know yourself, and the best way to do that is to just sort of try and get a feel for what feels right for you and then you can go from there
1: yes yes I, no, I, absolutely man. i think it's important to to get a feel for what's going on you know you don't you don't realize how important that is in the beginning but if you don't know what the feel is if you don't know what the demographic is like i said or if you don't even know what you're trying to do and find your own personality then that's that's where you you have to question yourself okay is this is this the right feeling for me or the right passion of, or right even side hobby of just doing a podcast Maybe you're just unsure, right? If you're unsure, maybe it's, it's not so much meant for you in a sense that you can go to writing. If you're unsure about things, that's the next best option. Write it down, Medium or, I don't know, even Instagram or anything, anything that involves writing that you can create a post or create a story on, a Pinterest, whatever the case may be, that's always a good alternative. There's nothing wrong with being a blogger, a, a, uh, a magazine article or creating your own article. That's, that's just as good as the podcast because you can always link both down the road. And that's actually a good point. That brings us to another topic. If you want to start off with writing and use all those writing stories and then say on a podcast, you just kind of create an audio log, an audio book. There's just, like I said, there's so many creative ideas you can do with the podcast. It doesn't have to be the, the playbook. It can be the playbook, but it, the chances are it doesn't have to be. So keep that up and keep that in mind. You can really, uh, you can really do something for sure.
0: Okay, that's excellent advice. Um, for interviewing, uh, you know, it's, it's difficult. I think for a lot of people that don't have experience with interviewing, is there any tips you can provide to people so when they're doing their first interview with someone, they're probably going to be nervous, incredibly oh, yeah. nervous. Uh, how can they make it seem a little more, uh, go a little smoother? Yeah. Because I feel like a lot of people would fumble. I, I mean, prepare your questions, I think, even if it's just a general direction of questions would help.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, I hear what you're saying. I, I would think the first thing to do, especially uh, especially interview, I think if you don't know the person or if you do know the person, regardless, I think have a pre-call. Have a little, have a little cold call session, maybe, if it's, if it's that needed, or have a little pre-call session. Hey, what do you want to talk about? Is there something? That's what I do, right? That's what Mike does. Is there something? He taught me this, too. Is there something that you are doing right now currently that is valued to our audience? It's, an, in our case, new album or in our case new artwork or uh, in an entrepreneur case I started a new XYZ whatever the case is that's an important topic point. That should at least have five to seven minutes, maybe if not more of a focal point of hey this is the focal point, the climax of the show. they're talking about this this uh, item or this person place or thing that will give you the most attention. And once you get that really for interview one or things make sure the audience feel the audience, feels comfortable make sure you don't try to talk too much about yourself because if you start talking too much about yourself it's okay to do it as an interviewer if you go too on beyond the bruv then it's like all right well is it really worth it my time is this a kt show or are we talking about x y and z so it's important to t- know that don't go too much about yourself and then make sure the, the interviewee f- feels comfortable make sure they have plenty of um space for them to allow their mind to go in whatever direction uh don't go too crazy in a sense of, hey, I'm going to force the question, force them, force them to get an answer out of it. That's where the pre-call, if there's anything you don't want to discuss, just let me know right now. Uh, and, and, just, and just have fun, right? Don't, don't become too serious as an interviewer. I think it's, uh, it's important just to stay open-minded. That's my strategy. Open-minded, be curious. Don't you, know, you can have your fun, but it's always important to be open-minded and curious more not straight, rigid, and linear, because if you're straight, rigid, and linear, uh, chances are you don't have the open-mindedness to be not only an interviewee, but at the same time, if you think about it, if, they're, if, they're, if, if one of the roles is reversed, if the guest is the interviewee, would you want to be straight, rigid, and linear to them? The chances are they wouldn't like that. So it's important to think about the guest, have a little emotional intelligence involved, as I always like to say, and then really after that, it's just make a conversation. That's all it is. It's, it's a beautiful thing about interviewing. It's really just a conversation. It, it, I always try to pretend I'm with the person right next to me. They're right on my couch, right beside me, or right next to me, across from my couch. And uh, really make it a family environment. Because at the end of the day, you may only get an hour with them, but if you have, what we're trying to do, we're trying to make this hour be way longer than an hour, in a sense, because we want to make these long-lasting connections. So it's important sometimes those interviews, are those strangers... You know, you might only have them for an hour, but you know, the next couple of days start things start taking off. You have them as a long life connection, so you never know where the, the 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 road will lead, never know what the answer is going to be. Stay open minded, and just be just be adaptable and adjustable. It's important to do those three things, and then uh, and then you can go from there, man. It's it's real it's real it's a really fun idea. Podcasting is something that I've always loved when I first started,
0: and uh, I think you guys will like it too for sure. Okay so uh, for full transparency when we started the, before we started this episode I sent Kevin a message and I asked him what would you like the topic of the show to be right. about because even if we have a general north star something that we know is more or less the just the overarching theme of the episode even if we stray from that theme at least we have a general direction of what we're hoping to help someone learn by listening to this episode in this case it was about developing a podcast mm-hmm. so that's why this is mostly the theme so even if even if you're not the kind of person where um even if you don't want to prepare by calling them like as as kevin said which is like probably the best advice you can get really to do a pre-call to really get an idea of how they speak and how they um, structure their commentary if you can't do that at the very least send them a message and say roughly what do you want to talk about in this episode they may give you a whole list of topics and they may just give you one word And even if it's one word at least it's a platform to start from so it gives you a little bit of a direction and from there, it'll happen organically, and it'll unravel itself, and you'll get into off-topic rants and stuff, but at least you have some a foundation of what you want to do, and that's that really helps guide you and move the show along. Uh, I just wanted to share that. No, for sure. Man. So the last thing, that, and probably what I would say is the most important thing, because it's an unbelievably demoralizing. Uh, even when you're at the top, I think, I think even people like Tim Ferriss and Joe Rogan and You know Neil deGrasse Tyson, who have millions of listeners every time they publish something, I still feel when they look at their statistics, they're like, ah, this episode didn't do as well as the Elon Musk one. I I don't have – I'm 200,000 listeners less than my previous episode. That really hurts. It's like, but you still have like half a million. But no, it doesn't matter what level you're at. When you see you have less than you previously did, it's a little bit demoralizing. And when people are going to follow our advice now and make a podcast themselves – they're going to publish one, two, five, 10, 15 episodes, and they may get one to two listeners per episode. Right. What what can you offer them to motivate them to say you're still moving in the right direction? I know it seems demoralizing that only two people are listening to your maybe 15 hours so far that you've published. Maybe each episode's an hour and you've published 15 episodes. It's 15 hours worth of content and you only have two listeners each. Why? Why? Why keep doing it? Why keep going? Because you have the power of one. You just had
1: one. That's all you need. There's a couple things no more than just that. First off, the power of one. Right? I, I, I know for a fact that people are like, well, I don't have a hundred. I don't have one, but you have one. And if you look at, ask that one person. Hey, maybe you were on the show. Do you want to hop on the <laughs> show? That's the e- that's the easiest way to get out of uh, anything. Use that one person to always power it's okay if you get one listener to begin, because the chances are there's no way in heck that one person has no other people that listen to, to, to themselves or have other, any other following. Chances are that one person might have 300 people. And guess what? You use that one person and you just keep networking off of them, you just did something, right? So that's the first motivational factor. Number two, like you said, you just mentioned it, 15 hours. If I put basically two-thirds of a 24-hour day into this show in one day, in a sense, 15 hours. I know it's, it's spread out. So if you put 15 hours into a show in a 168-hour week, that's, that's a lot of work, man. And you, you really shouldn't just be able to say, well, I'm done. I didn't get enough episode listeners. The chances are you put 15 hours in a 168-hour week, you've just done something that most people wouldn't even dream of doing. So it's important to know that, hey, I put the work in, I put the time, in, I, put the, excuse, I put the effort in, you're only going to get better, you're only going to get stronger, and you're only going to have more um, leverage as you continue to grow. And then the final thing is never get discouraged, right? It's easy to get discouraged. Think of the long game. The long game isn't going to be tomorrow's person who listens. The long game is going to be when I have 500 episodes to continue to grind. So it's important to keep that in mind for sure.
0: Something that I've learned from experience, and you're absolutely yeah. correct, um, is that most of your listeners won't come when you publish the episode. Often, having, the more of a backlog you have, the more of an archived episodes you have, the more listeners that will uh, just hop on. And it, it, what's interesting is, I'll, I'll publish an episode like a year ago in October, and that episode all of a sudden will start gaining momentum. Because for whatever reason, the topic of that specific episode is hot, you know six months down the line when i made it it wasn't as popular but six months down the line for whatever reason as trends change as interests change people now are interested in a you know uh... i apologize for that hey i'm glad this happened because now people listening will see that like it's never perfect and like we can't control that the power went out (laughs) so like the best so you know this is a perfect example of how i wanted to wrap the episode up and that's uh, it's episode 58 and uh, I, I would consider 58 episodes, at least for me personally, By my standards that's uh, established. Uh, yes. Anything after like 20 episodes is established. So for an established thing like this to still have a power outage, that's just how it goes. And, you know, as they say in Broadway, the show must go on. So, you know, you've given us so much insight about like, and generally the theme that is to everything that you said, in my opinion, is just like, just start already because you're going to account for so many errors and problems and things in this and all the things that you'll account for to not go wrong may still go wrong. And things that you can't even think of will go wrong. And you'll have to just recover and, and deal with the consequences and move on. Really, it's all you can do instead of dwelling, because dwelling is not going to get you anywhere. So what I got from this episode and the advice that I would give uh, based on what you've shared with me, what Mike has shared with me over the many episodes, is that really the best way to learn, the best way to grow, the best way to... Develop your identity, your theme, and everything else is to just start first, look, go back, look at your mistakes, and with that information that you've now acquired by starting, you're able to learn from there and use that as a foundation to keep moving forward in a direction that's more clear than before. Because before, it's all in your head. It's ambiguous. You're writing stuff down. You think it's going to go one way. Like, it's like a movie shoot, it's the same thing, or it's a music video or a performance in a boxing ring Like I think when boxers go against each other, they both think they're going to win and the first time you do it, you're probably pretty confident in, oh, how, how hard is it to get hit how hard is it to win a boxing match, until you get hit in the face then everything changes all of a sudden and it's the same with a podcast I think, like you, you're so confident that you think you have a, a direction or you have a plan of action until you start it up and then everything's way unexpected, all these unexpected things you know, arise and you right. don't,
1: go ahead no, you're right. Nothing go- at the end of the day, everything you can dream and imagine and fantasize, nothing will ever go directly 100% perfect. This is perfection, isn't. It? It, doesn't, it doesn't exist. Nothing will ever go perfect because at the end of the day, if everything goes perfect, wh- where's the growth, right? You're missing the, the key portion of the growth aspect. There's no growth involved. It's great. Yeah, everything's perfect. You're making all this and you're doing all this. You've got a great episodes going. But eventually, even people are going to get tired of, oh, this is like robotic. It's perfect every time. It's the best audio. What's the point, right? Like, I mean, you, sure, you might have the, the fame to back it up, but even yourself, you're going to start questioning, what can I do better? You know, I, I don't, I'm tired of perfection. So it's important to always stay growth mindset. Yeah, but you can go. You can keep going.
0: So just in the end of the day, if anyone's listening to this and they want to develop a podcast, my advice, based on the wonderful insights you, Mike, and many other people have shared with me, is just start expect it to not go as planned necessarily but so as long as you keep your mind on the end goal which is as you say growth just keep focusing on improving so as long as your next episode is better than the previous one every time which it always will be so as long as you put in the same effort you always do you'll, you'll learn more and it'll be passive you won't realize by your 30th episode how much you've learned from those past 29 episodes yeah and paralysis by analysis if you're too afraid to start so you'll get nothing done so it's better to just start and fail along the way And still get something out there because people will appreciate the effort more than they will appreciate the quality more less important than quality is actually the effort involved. And if you put effort in your content and you put effort in your interviews and you reach out to people that you think people will care about, even if your mic sucks over time, people will be patient with that. And... You'll learn, and you'll develop, and you'll become better, more articulate at speaking. You become a better interviewer. You'll understand the format of a podcast better, but it only happens with real experience. You can't learn this in a book. You can't learn this by talking to people. You just have to do it. Would you agree with that? Damn it, just do it. Don't worry about
1: uh, X, Y, and Z. You know, don't worry about what this person said about the show. Like other people saying, "Well, this isn't the best." Or those are just words, man. The words will anyone can say. Uh, you know something bad about your show, and probably, in fact, they're probably jealous to even have a show <laughs> if they're already critiquing you that hard. But yeah, really, just, like you said, start, man. Mike and I, we talked about this all the time, and and he knows it too. We just got to start. It doesn't matter if it's rough or if it's if it's you know exactly where we need to be. It, it doesn't matter what what the direction is, as long as you start. As long as you try something. Even if you try and you just feel like it's not working out, maybe you just don't have the personality. That's fine. There's I don't know, so many outlets nowadays. There's, I probably can I can't even name any more of my fingers. There's probably so many outlets nowadays where you can express yourself. Don't worry about the expression. Don't don't be afraid. You know, never having fear, it really there's no there's no fear when it comes to podcasting. It's just really yourself and, and it's your mind, right? Your mind is is the most powerful but the most dangerous tool in the world. You know, whatever you feel at that moment, it can inspire you know, a legacy. But if you feel the opposite, <laughs> it, it can inspire a different legacy, right? So it really, whatever you make it to you want it to be, whatever you make it, you're probably going to create it. That's why I always say, whatever you make, whatever you're feeling, chances are you just created it. And whether you stick with it or not, that's now, that's just a blessing, right? You, have, you basically get the, the right to say, I can either make it with it or I can't. You, can't, you don't have that right to keep going if you never start. But if you have that option, that blessing to say, hey, it's on me now. to Continue to keep it going. It's not on somebody else. It's not on, you know, this person's opinion. It's just on you straight. Because you took that first initiative and start now, boom, you can, you can run with it from forever. You can run to the horizon. You know, you can make this a lifelong show. And when you get tired or if you feel like, hey, it's time for instead of me doing this, have a buddy, you know, have somebody come in. And say, "Hey, you want to be on? Me? You want to be part of the team? That's what I'm doing, you know. Mike and I, we did, we do great, you know. He he does an episode; I do an episode, or we both do episodes. It's it's that way. You get you start finding people that are just saying, "Hey, you, you, you gave me a chance. What can I do? Can I guest host with you? Uh, can I come on the show with you? Can I? I don't know. I'm a music guy. Uh, can I have four musicians in a room? And say, you get these ideas, and you just you'll start getting the energy." When you get to that point, then you've done your job. At that point, it's just—it's just very hard to say. All right, I'm just going to stop cold calling. I'm going to stop cold quit. It's impossible. You won't quit when you get that kind of. I mean, it's possible, but it's very hard to say. I've got so much energy out there. I'm just going to quit this with full momentum. It's been done before. I guess you, you could say the best example would be um, certain projects, like a startup. They have full momentum, but. They don't know where the direction head, They They grow so fast. It, it happens. But for the most part in the podcasting real, when you got full momentum, I would say 95 to 99% of the time between that range, people are just going to keep going. They're going to be so inspired. The audience is going to be so inspired. And you're going to be inspired thanks to the initiative you took to start now. You'll go through the horizons, man. And that's, that's my advice to anyone trying to start today.
0: That's excellent advice. Um, before we end the show, I want to thank you for coming on. First off, uh, you've, you're doing such a service to all the people listening. Really, uh, your insights are always great. And you always have a lot to say. No problem. It's not just filler. Like it's you really you know a lot. Um, so I want people. I know people are going to be uh, banging down my door asking where they can hear more about you. So may I ask you to please uh, tell people your Twitter handles, your Instagram, how they can find you, and then I'll link it in the episode, of the show notes as well. So if you can, uh, if you forget what he said, you can check out the links. But still, uh, let him hear it. Yeah, man. Since we got a lot of places, so bear with me. We have KTTV. You can find me at
1: KTTV. Mister Kevin Touch on Instagram that's my personal brand, a uh, personal account. Uh, my brand account is the United Promotion. Uh, the United Promotion. No, no capitals. Nothing. That's where we just post Instagram. We basically give you guys the chance to get featured the united podcast experience you can find the podcast on spotify apple eventually but it's coming really soon but spotify mainly right now google podcast all the main podcast providers twitter the anchor nation uh you can always find me there if you want to talk to me on twitter uh the united promotion team the upt that's another project we're eventually going to get going soon so you can always find me there at the upt and uh if you do want to go look at archives of my first ever podcast, I did. It's the Anchor Nation. Uh, that was a show I did for the Anchor community, and I uh, just rolled with it. And then you can also find my uh, my co-founder. I'll shout Mike out. Sure, he's a good, dude. So you can find him too at Mike Pratt TV and all his links. But yeah, for real, anyone listening, guys, to be honest, there's one last thing I want to say. Thanks to Warren first up. Just if you're if you're ever thinking about starting a podcast, definitely hit me up on my brand account or my personal brand account because. It's, it looks, I know a lot of people are going to say, well, there's too many FAQs and you can ask all the questions. Sometimes the best answers are not only from strangers, but from perspective of a creator. You can read all this stuff about, well, how to grow an audience and how to grow, you know, a following from distribution platforms and all that. That's great. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I absolutely love what they're trying to do, but you'll never get that firsthand advice from an actual independent creator more than you can with me or any 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 other podcast creator in the world you get that firsthand experience like i shared today you'll feel more you'll feel more welcome you'll feel more like in a family environment than just some writings on words so definitely please anytime message me and i'll be open thank
0: you so much for uh, sharing your message and coming on kevin
1: thanks Warren. i appreciate you man
0: absolutely until we see each other again have a wonderful day and thank you for coming and thank you for listening guys thanks guys appreciate it see ya